0: Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to episode 37. This is a place where we set everything down, read some scripture, and listen to what God might be trying to say to us through His Word. Hopefully, it's a time marked on your calendars each day. If not, you have come to a great place to start making an appointment with Him. I truly believe God's Word changes people. It changes us verse by verse and chapter by chapter. It's a magnificent and marvelous thing, these ancient words that were written for us and have stood the test of time. I read from the New Living Translation, and you can follow along in your Bible, but my hope is that you'll just listen, because that's how God's people heard it when it was brand new. Occasionally, I might write something about what I learned during my time with God. You can find those thoughts on coffeewithchrist.org. I'll put a link in the show notes in case you're interested. Let's get started with a few minutes of quiet. This will help you slow down, settle in, clear the clutter, and breathe. Greet God the way you would an old friend and then use the next few minutes to listen in the quiet. I'm pretty excited about today, especially in light of yesterday's episode, which was pretty tough to get through. Today, we start the story of one of my favorite characters in the entire Bible, except for Jesus. We are starting the story of Joseph. I can hardly wait. Let's jump into Genesis chapter 37. So Jacob settled again in the land of Canaan, where his father had lived as a foreigner. This is the account of Jacob and his family. When Joseph was 17 years old, he often tended his father's flocks. He worked for his half-brothers, the sons of his father's wives Bilhah and Zilpah. But Joseph reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day, Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph—a beautiful robe. But his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. One night, Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field, tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundle stood up, and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, So you think you'll be our king, do you? Do you actually think you'll reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Soon, Joseph had another dream, and again, he told his brothers about it. Listen, I have had another dream. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time, he told the dream to his father as well as his brothers, but his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that? he asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, His father wondered what the dreams meant. Soon after this, Joseph's brothers went to pasture their father's flock at Shechem. When they had been gone for some time, Jacob said to Joseph, "'Your brothers are pasturing the sheep at Shechem. Get ready, and I will send you to them.' "'I'm ready to go,' Joseph replied. "'Go and see how your brothers and the flocks are getting along,' Jacob said. "'Then come back and bring me a report.' So Jacob sent him on his way, and Joseph traveled to Shechem from their home in the valley of Hebron. When he arrived there, a man from the area noticed him wandering around the countryside. What are you looking for? He asked. I'm looking for my brothers, Joseph replied. Do you know where they are pasturing their sheep? Yes, the man told him. They have moved on from here, but I heard them say, let's go on to Dothan. So Joseph followed his brothers to Dothan and found them there. When Joseph's brothers saw him coming, they recognized him in the distance. As he approached, they made plans to kill him. Here comes the dreamer, they said. Come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns. We can tell our father a wild animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what becomes of his dreams. But when Reuben heard of their scheme, he came to Joseph's rescue. Let's not kill him, he said. Why should we shed any blood? Let's just throw him into this empty cistern here in the wilderness. Then he'll die without our laying a hand on him. Reuben was secretly planning to rescue Joseph and return him to his father. So when Joseph arrived, his brothers ripped off the beautiful robe he was wearing. Then they grabbed him and threw him into the cistern. Now the cistern was empty. There was no water in it. Then, just as they were sitting down to eat, they looked up and saw a caravan of camels in the distance coming towards them. It was a group of Ishmaelite traders taking a load of gum, balm, and aromatic resin from Gilead down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, "'What will we gain by killing our brother? We'd have to cover up the crime.' Instead of hurting him, let's sell him to those Ishmaelite traders. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agreed. So when the Ishmaelites, who were Midianite traders, came by, Joseph's brothers pulled him out of the cistern and sold him to them for 20 pieces of silver, and the traders took him to Egypt. Sometime later, Reuben returned to get Joseph out of the cistern. When he discovered that Joseph was missing, he tore his clothes in grief. Then he went back to his brothers and lamented The boy is gone. What will we do now? Then the brothers killed a young goat and dipped Joseph's robe in his blood. They sent the beautiful robe to their father with this message Look at what we found. Doesn't this robe belong to your son? Their father recognized it immediately. Yes, he said, it is my son's robe. A wild animal must have eaten him. Joseph was clearly torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes and dressed himself in burlap. He mourned deeply for his son for a long time. His family all tried to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. I will go to my grave mourning my son, he would say, and then he would weep. Meanwhile, the Midianite traders arrived in Egypt where they sold Joseph to Potiphar, an officer, of pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Potiphar was captain of the palace guard. May God bless the reading and hearing of his word. Recap the story in your own words. How does this story point us to Jesus? Did anything jump out at you? Did anything surprise you? Take a few minutes to meditate on those things. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who was also betrayed by his people for 20 pieces of silver and whose robe was dipped in blood for our sins. We thank you for that blood that covers us and gives us new life. Amen. Thanks for listening to this 37th episode of Coffee with Christ. If you want to stay encouraged or hear about other resources, you can find me on Instagram at coffee.with.christ or on Facebook at Coffee with Christ. Have a great day and be sure to tune in tomorrow for our next episode.